All right, welcome everybody. Yeah, thanks for joining. We are looking at a firm. A firm popping into $51 right now, so we'll wait. We are going to be watching out for the Benzinga platform, and we do have a good bunch of market recap to do today as well, with Bitcoin heading to the high side up 3%, oil also up 3%. As we're getting ready, there goes a firm. Um, whether or not it's out yet or not, I don't know, $51. Thank you for rocking with me today. It's over 4,500 right now watching. Thank you so much. Uh, stick around, because we are going to break down all of the earnings right now. So a firm, nice move up to $54. Remember, this name not heavily shorted, but big enough. 17% short float for a firm. We'll wait to see. Looks like Expedia is out as well. So over here on the Benzinga platform, Expedia heading to the downside. 160 is the print um, at the close. Looks like we're down to 145. Expedia Group right now beats 172 versus 168. Uh, why are they down? We'll find out in just a minute. Uh, quarterly expectations. Possibly a miss. Beat uh, sales 289 versus 288. Uh, so we'll have to wait to see. There is gross bookings up 6% for Expedia. So we'll just keep our eye on all of these earnings. Thank you so much. You're now with at Trader TV, Sean, and uh, Trader TV Live as we will run down the market recap for you there today. There's Expedia. Nice move back. You know, we always look for pullbacks into the 50 period moving average. Travel's been so hot, I would not chase this name. Um, we've been, the only travel name, well, we're in Uber, you guys know that. We're also in Airbnb, so um, instantly thinking about that name here on an Expedia move down. All right, AFRM, I guess this thing in my ear is not going to give me anything today, uh, so we'll wait on that. All right, um, Affirm, there it is, up to $54. I don't see it. I am going to um, try to see if you guys ever see anything. So people are now saying Affirm is out. If it is, it is. It's only up to $54 right now, $55 for Affirm. Um, no, we don't see anything yet. Uh, it's 19% right now for AFRM uh, right now, up 19%, but 10 of that was the day. Uh, Dexcom out, DXCM is now out as well. So we can see if this is doing anything. So again, another big name looking to head to the downside. This is what Dexcom is saying right now. Uh, Q4 EPS 50 cents beats 43 and a beat on the sales, but we are going, I'm gonna sort of do this like this so we can see some of the action there uh, as we go. So that's it right now. Dexcon with the move down. Expedia, there it is. Uh, what are we saying here on Expedia? Uh, new successor, I guess, will succeed Peter Kern as CEO. So uh, Arian? Ariana, uh, right there, replacing Ariane Gorin, will succeed Peter Kern. I have no idea who either one of those are. So uh, there it is right now, effective as of May 13th. New CEO coming through for Expedia. Uh, we can have a quick look to see if that's doing anything. We still don't have confirmation on a firm. Expedia down 145, AFRM. I'm not seeing that come through yet. So today, we had U.S. oil on the downside today. Uh, part of the major reason for that, of course, there was a ceasefire, a setback, uh, so for OIH and USO today, a little bit of a setback there on the daily chart, you can see. Um, and then there was some, a U.S. was killed, a military commander in Iraq, uh, and the U.S. killed a military commander. These are just some of the notes uh, that I was hearing from CNBC today um, and Bloomberg giving out why potential oil move higher, right? So there's going to be more conflict in the Middle East or wherever, 
um, oil-bearing nations. You're going to see it, especially with Iraq and Iran uh, right now, back up to the upside. So we'll see if oil can hold or not, breaking through $73. This is USO, the United States Oil Fund. Uh, my eyes are still on this, man. If a firm comes out, we'll have it for you. Double, double check. I know there's a lot of traders looking at a firm. This is a funny name because I remember when we had Danielle Shea on. Danielle Shea's busy this afternoon, but we will try to get her. Yeah, we, she's going to come. So... Oh, a firm is out. Okay. Uh, so if a firm is out, then it was probably out before because it's not moving at all. So a firm to the upside as soon as we get the numbers. What I was saying about Danielle, she'll try to join. A good trade that me and Danielle discussed before was this break of 20 up through 25 for a firm, which gave us this monster rally. So we'll see what's happening right now. A firm ticking above right now above its high of $53 now coming back in. I, I mean, just so you guys don't think I'm ignoring this, I don't have anything yet on a firm. I, I, I got to get another source. That is uh, immediately correct for that one. Um, all right, quick little look here on Bitcoin. I mean, Bitcoin, we talked a little bit about that today. This is what it's doing, ho-humming itself up to 46,000. I really like that break. We talked about the ETF days here and then the pushback. This is not a moving average that I built, but I've looked into it. It's a 99 period moving average. It doesn't matter, it's 40,000. 40,000 is where we held on Bitcoin. Looks like it wants to hold again and go right back up to test those highs. I'm excited for a break higher there on BTC. We talked about some good successful days today on Mara. Uh, so wow, Affirm is going completely the other way. So um, I guess we were right, man. We don't have the numbers early, but the numbers late. A firm is cranking lower right now. A firm is $41 uh, looking to break through 40. Will it hold that level? That's the key. The 50 period moving average is $43. A firm is going lower. So there it goes. Again, uh, it's frustrating for me. I'm going to do some work tomorrow and find a much better source to get you guys these numbers. I don't have anything on a firm. It's embarrassing, quite frankly, but we'll get that very, very soon for you. A firm heads lower right now. 39 and still moving for AFRM. I can check in on Expedia, which we have. Um, let's see if that comes through. Expedia moving lower as well. 143, 142. I mean, do we have Pinterest? I don't have it, but the market does. Pinterest is out, it looks like. $40 down. Pinterest is getting absolutely owned. Was Snapchat the indication for Pinterest? They're not the same business. If you took a bid on Pinterest against Meta or maybe against an Etsy, you win if you go the wrong way, the downside. If you go long, you're wrong. I just called up Etsy. Etsy not doing anything on this. It's Pinterest solely heading to the downside. It's almost like this Benzinga's broken, but uh, I'll just try to, you know what? I'll just Twitter. I'll just go on Twitter. Uh, let me type in AFRM. There's somebody definitely. You have it to me? It's not out? All right. Uh, yeah, Affirm is not out. And now there is Pinterest, I guess. Is Pinterest out? Uh, okay, so here we go. Um, Affirm, initial reaction up, uh, making the move down. So Brendan's going to get me anything that he has on any of this. Um, we don't see anything on Affirm. So uh, there's Pinterest downside. Brendan will give me all of this as it goes. So 
again, I, um, you know, I, I, don't, I don't really apologize because we're looking here, and there we go. Now we got something. A firm is now out. So we have a firm right now as of 4.07, so a minute ago here on the platform. Q sales, Q2 uh, sales, 600 million, beating 590. Um, I don't see an EPS number yet or anything. Uh, Brendo's going to send me what he has right now. Uh, yeah, so here it comes. Oh, well. All right, it's a lot of things here. Um, hopefully, I get it on here and we can talk. I'll talk. Let me talk about this quickly. Pinterest, 53 cents versus 51. Um, sales miss on Pinterest. So, sales downside, right? Sales is going to be ad revenue. If that misses, that's going to uh, continue to be a problem. Let me just see if I can get here um, what that's arm holdings. There's Pinterest, right? So, affirm. All right, so same things as me uh, that Brendan has right now. 530 versus 550. It looks like a rough miss. Um, on some of the sales numbers for a firm. As soon as we have them on here, we will go over it. But right now, Benzinga just has the same numbers that we're giving you, right? Um, that is this number right down here. The sales number looks like it beats uh, for a firm. So we'll have to wait on why it's going to the downside. Pinterest is the name that we're concerned with right now. A firm makes that move down to 40. And I guess this is just algos trying to piece together what exactly that report is. And now it's out. So we can all just calm down a little bit now. Affirm is out. What are the Affirm numbers? An EPS, that's much better. We, we tweeted out what they were looking for. They were looking for minus 72. They get minus 54, that's a beat. The sales numbers confirmed. It looks like Affirm is a beat. So nice downside move, upside. So they beat on the sales number, 590 versus 520. Looks like they beat on the, on the revenue on the EPS side. Still a miss, 54 cents versus minus 72. So still losing your money as shareholders, but making a nice move up. Here comes a firm. It is battling back, baby. As if you could have just got 20% down there uh, if you sort of hit some of those fat finger traders that made the move down on a firm. There must have been some panic there. A firm, a nice move down. So thanks for that. Uh, those numbers, Benzing, and thanks, Brendo, as well. Um, that's all that we're seeing there. Pinterest, uh, mo more information there. 690 to 700 versus 702 uh, estimate for Q1. So the estimates are pretty much in line there for Pinterest. So a firm, it's a downside move. Pinterest, it is a P-I-N-S. Was down early, um, still looks to be down. Yeah, $32. So it did not, I don't think it made that move back up. $32 for Pinterest. All right, quickly, um, if anything else hits and makes a big move, I will attack that, uh, hopefully with vigor and accuracy. So there it is right now. Everybody that's in the chat, thank you so much. Um, any longs? King Sean. King Sean, well, thank you. Uh, but um, no, I, I'm not trading anything right now. I would say for a firm, let's let it calm down. Uh, before we do anything. So here's a live look at a live level two. I did not trade a firm today, but this is what it looks like live right now. So this is actual real trading brought to you by Real Trading. Check your banner below. It's a rebrand, same company, brand new banner, brand new name, brand new uh, logo, realtrading.com. And this is what a real level two looks like right now on a firm, 47.50. You can see the spread. The spread's okay, uh, 40, 50 cents when it opens up. It seems like that's pretty reasonable. But again, a firm downside right now, uh, but not by much, man. Still up that 6% on the day, but gave back four of that. This is what Pinterest looks like live. 
So again, lots of liquidity here, uh, nothing to be afraid of, but it is Pinterest pulling back. Let's check out Mara in the after hours. Mara was a great trade today, man. Um, up to 21.50 right now. Mara still trying to pump a little bit after hours, but look at this. Clean move, 18, 18.50 up to 21.50 for Mara and Bitcoin. Good day for Bitcoin today. My most frustrating trade today though is gonna be Google. 145.79, it doesn't really matter where we're at right now, we're lower. I was, it's just only not frustrating of the day, no. I'm not even that frustrated. Just the fact that we are laying in this all afternoon, hoping for a downside against this level. It never really came through and we had to get out on the imbalances, so bleh for that one. Let's see if Palantir's doing anything in the after hours as well. Palantir, oh, we had everything up here short, got stopped out on one stupid wick. This move breaking through 25 kills my order. We were, look at this, short, short, short. Like I said, we had a couple thousand shares there. Boom, all the way down to the downside. Boo on you, uh, Palantir today, but it's more boo on me. Palantir is a fantastic stock and we like Palantir a lot. Make sure you check our podcast out as we've been talking all about Palantir, Adobe. I like Nike at a hundred bucks as well. Let's see if Ned is out. Um, is Cloudflare out yet is a good question. I saw someone on the chat ask me that right now. Uh, net, 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 net. I do not see it. So no, I don't see net yet. But if it does come out, we will have that coming out pretty soon uh, right now. Okay. I don't want to keep Danielle, um, you know, too, too long now. So we had Arm last night. We have Net now. We have Palantir. Let me check what Arm's doing before we go to Danielle in the after hours. Wow, we really... We did so good on ARM today, and it was, um, I had FOMO early. There's a lot of money was made in the office going long through 100. Wasn't by, really by uh, any of us on the show. Neil did have the break, and I think he took a dollar on it, or $2, again, different styles. We shorted ARM there uh, at 121. We took uh, four, $3 there, got out for flat when it broke back up, that's half. Then we took another position right there at 119, got out there at 117, so that's $3. Add another $2 there, that's five. And then our last out is at 115, so five plus four is nine. It's a $9 day for me on uh, ARM today. So that ain't bad, uh, but all right, Danielle's ready to go. I think we have net uh, coming through. Let me just see if that's out and then I'll call on Danielle uh, before we go because I see that she sent me a message about net. So maybe we can talk about expected uh, move on that. And then also Datadog was, uh, was interesting for her as well. So, okay, she's ready and I'm not gonna make her wait. I wanna, I'm gonna apologize to her too because she stepped up and in today when she had booked it off with us. So what's up Trader Danielle? Uh-oh. I don't have it over here. Uh, hi, Danielle. Thank you so much for uh, taking the opportunity to come through today. That's my bad, but you showed up and you're here for all of the viewers. It's Miss Danielle Shea. That's right. I'm in the stock chart studios today in Redmond, Washington, as you can see from this beautiful logo behind me. That looks, that looks great there. Uh, what were you doing over there? Uh, I was recording a show with Dave Keller, The Final Bar. And, uh, just one second. I have to tell Fabian, I need Danielle's screen over here so I can see it. Oh, you don't have a screen today. Okay, so that is why. All right, so no screen sharing today by Miss Danielle Shea. Uh, how's your day? Did you have any trades? That arm was insane. Arm was insane. You know, we've been talking about these on your show, Sean, these breakaway gaps post earnings. Yep. When they have a greater than expected move. These are great moments in time to up. come in and day trade. So that one was moving today. Disney was moving today. 
I'm going to see if we can get a big mover out of Cloudflare because Cloudflare had a lot of high volume yep. coming in before the close. There's and that I right think, now, $95. I think, I think, so the close yeah. $90, it's out at $95 right now, Danielle. Cloudflare starting to go up and it is breaking that recent high. So it looks like you might have nailed this again. Cloudflare $97 now going to the upside. Cloudflare up 14%, $97, $97.50, Danielle, $98.99. Are we at an auction or what? It's Cloudflare and it's going upside. So what did you see? Just a break here of the daily at $86, $87? So when you look at Cloudflare, I mean, this is a stock that I've liked for a while, but, you know, these stocks did get beat down quite a bit throughout the bear market, but I yep. think they're coming back. Cybersecurity names, you know, we need cybersecurity. We're going to continue to need more cybersecurity, but more than anything, I like the bullish pattern that it has on the daily chart. Yep, I like the way go. that it pulled back into critical support zones, and I love Nailed the way it. it bounced directly before earnings on high volume. So if you look at that, and then you look at the fact that Datadog is going to be reporting next week, yep. Datadog had a breakaway gap after earnings last quarter, which right is here, typically yep. one of my tall tale signs um, to go long before an earnings report. Nice. I think that with a positive move in Cloudflare, we can trade Datadog to the alongside into next week and ideally after the earnings trade as well. Perfect. Here's that uh, Here's that gap you're talking about from 80 up to $100 on their last earnings report on November the 6th. Starting to gap a little bit there, Datadog. Good call, but man, oh man, uh, did you nail that Cloudflare. Wow, it is now, what? $105 right now for net. Cloudflare absolutely ripping here in the post-market on earnings. It's having, now, Danielle, we call these moments like it's having its meta moment. You know, anytime a stock goes up like, 30%. I mean, absolutely unreal. Wasn't that a crazy move? Like they added $220 billion to their market cap that day alone, like single-handedly worth more than like, I think it was like 92% of the S&P 500 or something. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that's that's absolute insanity. And I mean, definitely announcing, you know, dividend really helped, you know, Disney yep. did the same thing, increasing the dividend. So those anytime you see these positive moves on earnings, you just you got to go back to what the expected move was. Right. And with Cloudflare, that expected move is 10 bucks. So now that it's up one and a half times, wow. if we can hold that level at market open, and then we can see some more volume coming in on market open, that'll make for a great day trade on Friday. That's the exact way that the trade sets up. And, you know, I like to see like a break of the 15 minute range first thing at market open. Okay. Um, and that's typically a pretty good signal to jump in and ride that thing until the momentum runs out. What a, what a great call. And I'm not going to forget about that. And I mentioned you over and over again on the show that day after Meta because you were on and you had mentioned if you get that explosive move greater than expected, significantly greater than expected. I think the Meta move was like 13 and a half or 14 percent. And then we got that double and then it just kept on going and going. And I was like, oh, man, I was even like, how am I not long? Danielle told me about this the day before and that should have been. So tomorrow we will look at net for sure. What a great move back up there to the upside. Okay, um, yeah, Datadog Cybersecurity, Pan W, Palo Alto is another great name in this space, uh, obviously as well there, Danielle. So look, um, we're getting a lot of questions in the chat. Uh, I know you don't sort of have your uh, setup there or, or anything, but one question that I had for you, and, and uh, it's kind of a layup for you, 
Obviously, options get expensive as you head into earnings, right? Which is why I appreciate, and I'm going to find out again for you about Datadog. I assume you, you, you mentioned the date there, but I, I lost it. Feb 13th, so next week. So now that we're a week out, we can see that we get that move now from Cloudflare. Is it too late to step in now, or is a week getting to be kind of uh, in that zone where you may step away? No, it's definitely not too late, especially okay. if you have a stock in the same space that does really well. I mean, most likely what will happen if Cloudflare gaps up tomorrow, then Datadog will gap up and start going as well. So I like to look at them as pre-earnings moves, earnings moves, and then post-earnings moves separately. So you could still trade a pre-earnings move. It is getting pretty tight, but yep. you might be able to do it as a day trade um, or at least for two days. But then I get out of that pre-earnings move and I get into a separate trade for the actual earnings report. And certainly it's not too late for that one. So I may just wait for that one. Um, yes, options are really expensive, but that's why I always use multi-leg option strategies. Okay. So I'm typically using butterflies. I talk about them a lot on my YouTube channel at Trader Danielle. Um, and so that's the way that I bring down my cost basis quite a bit. So I get into trades, you know, $200 a trade, $300 a trade, $400, $500 a trade, yeah. pretty low cost uh, compared to what it would cost just for the long calls. Man, we, uh, you and myself and, uh, oh, by the way, I have to tell you this before you hear about it. You probably already did. Last night when um, the Fibonacci princess, our friend, Tammy, was on, I was like, oh, hey, Danielle. I called her Danielle twice, I think. So, uh, and then I was quickly to, to correct myself. So thanks for coming on, Tammy, today uh, again. But no, we nailed Roblox. That was another one off that $40 level. The one thing that I like between like you and I, and then again, some of the other guests that we have on, we can sort of compare some of the technical analysis that we'll use and then throw it into an options trade and how they can find you is at Trader Danielle. They can find you on YouTube. They can find you on X. Anywhere else? Uh, I really just use those two. Okay. I use Instagram and Facebook a little bit, but you know, there are so many scammers I pretending to be me. So I don't use them as much anymore. Mainly X and YouTube. All right, uh, I don't know, I always screw this saying up. It's like often imitated, but never duplicated, or often duplicated, but never imitated. We have the real one, and it's Trader Danielle, so go make sure that you find her everywhere you can. Miss Danielle Shea, thank you so much for taking time today to do this. Much appreciated, uh, especially on such short notice, so thank you, Danielle. Of course, thanks for having me. I always love joining you. No problem, thank you so much for coming by. That means a lot. Thank you, Danielle, have a good one. Bye. This is the thing, like when you're doing everything live, I'm like telling these guys, I can't see her screens. And then they're like, we don't have screens. Uh, so, all right, so that's it. Thank you, Miss Danielle Shea uh, for coming through again. And again, what an, she absolutely, like talking about this, developing, looking like it wants to break. I mean, this reminds me of that CRISPR CRSP. Is that what it is? Yeah, CRISPR Therapeutics that we talked about this as well with Brian Shannon the other day, possibly developing a little area where we could break out. CRISPR is an interesting one because if you see here, CRISPR reports uh, February 20th. So another one with a decent short float of 22%. 
CRISPR with a market cap of only 5.46 billion. So this one could be another one. I really like what Danielle was saying there about Datadog as well. So Datadog's market cap, again, is only $40 billion and Cloudfares is only 32 billion. So if that move today in net has anything to do with a Datadog possibility, then you may get even more of a move on Datadog than you did today on Cloudflare. What a great name. You guys know that Neil and I have been talking about Fortinet, PanW, and whatnot as well, but that's another one right there. It is Cloudflare. Let's go over to the biggest and the baddest maybe uh, of the day. No. Wow. Looks like net takes it down. It's a firm, and a firm is chilling. Looks like my guy, Neil, won't have too much to worry about. He was saying if a firm was up, what, 30%, then he was going to have pineapple on a pizza. Doesn't look like that's going to... What about... I should have asked Danielle about options on a firm because, I mean, there was an implied move of 18%. How much are these going to get destroyed? The move right now on a firm is $2 on 40 so like you're, you're moving like two or 3% here. Uh, we had a big move in the aftermarket, but you can't take advantage of that with options. So you're gonna have to wait for this to get to the downside. We'll discuss the numbers tomorrow live when we have them, but it looks like, well, we have them now, but we'll discuss them live on the watch list on the show at 8.30 tomorrow. And then that's when we will run through some sticky note trades. And, and, and at that point, we'll go over, we'll see if we can nail that tomorrow. Today was a pretty good day for the sticky note. I, I, I must admit it. I was very frustrated today. Here's a sticky note. All right. Hold on. I'm going to get rid of this and see if I can sort of minimize. Uh, yeah, let's just put this here. Okay, this will make enough sense, right? Uh, can we put it here? Where can we put it? So that Here, hold on a second. Let's get rid of the daily and then put it down here. All right. Uh, there. All right, there it is. Oh, not good enough. Uh, there. All right, so we talked about AMD Shore 172. So this was a little frustrating for me, and I'll tell you why. It's because we got stopped out. And the thing about it was we got stopped out, but we got back in. But it's that initial stop out that really gets me because I'm having a hard time trying to figure out the exact levels to put the stops. I'm pretty sure we got the levels written down right here. 172 has been lagging here. Look, here's 172. Right, so here's a 20 minute chart. So if you could see you go back, 172 held as a support, then it was resistance on the top the last couple of days. So we were like, we thought negative today heading into the day. We talked about where the market was gonna open, so on and so forth. And we just said the same thing, has been lagging here recently with a weak market early, I look to fade pops. Well, there's the pop early into 171.50. Okay, we had the short, we got stopped out, then we hit the short again. So we're about flat right here. And this is where we're like, let's be patient, let's be patient, okay? But the problem is it comes back and we start playing off of this high, which is only 171.50. Then by the time it comes up, we get 171.75 and then we start getting 172s. But then it wicks high into 172.19. So we have a lot of shares and it's still early. Like, it, well, it's not really early actually, it's only 9.50. But the point is, is that we get taken out there. You see there's two shorts, we do get back in and then it just drops like, embarrassing, drops at about 250 down to 169. Now we have the outs and at this point we're just like, oh man, that's why we hold this and we don't start scalping it out because we're thinking about the bottoms again. So we get out, then we hit this short here and make all that money back and it's like, you know, no short, no cry, no FOMO, yes, 
but we hit the short again right there off of VWAP and those highs, and then it just cranks into the end of the day. Short rate here, 170, down to 169. The idea behind the, the, the um, sticky note is we're trying to play the right directions. Then we had here Alibaba. Alibaba was honestly, in my opinion, like, this is my trading, but the thing is, is that this is gonna sound a little bit like obviously conceited, but this is like a master class in, in, the, in what I'm trying to do every day. It doesn't mean that it's going to work out every day, but we wrote down Alibaba 71. Ugh, let me get to zoom out here if I can. So can you guys, can you get me off? Because it, otherwise the zoom, there it is. So look at this, a move down, all, look what happened right away. Like my bad for being nervous. The market opens up at 72. It comes all the way down. This is a 71 fill. Thanks, guys. That makes sense. This is 71 fill. And then as it fell down, I said, you know what? This is way too dramatic of a move. We're going to hold for 70.50. So we take the 70.80 fill. Then when it bumps all the way back up, we start getting it out. Then we get it out again up here. And now we're like, oh, man, this is a great trade. But it continues, and then this is why I'm saying like this is the kind of trading that I want to do, honestly. Makes it all the way back to the 200 period. It's just while you're hosting the show in front of 12,000, I don't know how many we had there live today, and we have multiple positions, I got to try to stay focused. Like At the same time, I'm dealing with AMD. Like we talked about AMD at 9.50, but what am I doing here at 10 o'clock? Like this is 9.50 right here. Anyways, out there. Then we break lower. Then we realize, hey, this could be a top. We think it's well worth the risk into this 200 period again. So what do we do? We short it. Then we short again at 71.50, outs here at 71s, then out again down here at 71, then that out at the end of the day at 70.90. The only thing we could have done better was holding more shares. But we really liked Alibaba, so that's another review there. Uh, Palantir, uh, go long, $23. Let's check out what we did on Palantir. This is my one of the most upsetting trades for me. Um, and again, because look, I mean, we're going long. What are we doing? We're going long 24, 24, all the way down before eventually it breaks. But you know what? Instead of holding this thing 30, 40 cents against me in these random levels, we could have just waited and bought this 23, 40 level. We're no problem holding something 40, 50 cents against us on Palantir. If we like 23, then we should have waited for this. But I don't have that crystal ball. I wasn't sure where we were going to bounce. So this is a VWAP test. This is a 200 period test. But the idea is we should have not been involved here. We should have only been involved long on a 200 break again. What frustrating me was we were very, very patient. We waited for 25, but then when it broke, we got 25s and we didn't get back in and we didn't have that all there. So I'm going to be as honest as I possibly can and slap the fail on Palantir and call Palantir my biggest losing trade of the day and of the month. My, not my biggest losing trade, my single biggest losing stock of the month, which is pretty good. I'm happy to do that on Palantir. We've made some good money on it, but we screwed it up today. We should have not gone short. So in, in honesty, that, that's what we did. That's a sticky note review. Oh, by the way, my, I can't believe we're going to review this and not even talk about Disney. Look, not sure on what price to support, but let's see if it holds the 50-period SMA. Well, Disney, Disney, Disney. Bang, bang, bang. This was the number one P&L name for Trader TV Live today was Disney. You know the number two name was Arm, and we took $9 on Arm. Well, that's the kind of destruction. This is why I'm in a somewhat of a good mood. Uh, because we had Disney once and twice, thrice, 
okay? We don't have it all the way to the top 112.50, but trust me when I tell you, we loaded up down here. It was a 50 period single, uh, simple moving average. It was back into the market lows at that time. Uh, the day lows for Disney was in the pre-market. Then we just hit that to the upside. And so these prints are 107s, man. This print right here is 109. These prints up here are 111. So yeah, it was a great day for us. We screwed up on some trades, but hey, we're only human. Or are we AI? I, I, wanna, I wanna ask Gemini and all that, please try to fix Trader TV Live's trading problems. And then maybe they can come up with a plan for that. But we have fixed it actually. Thank you so much for watching. I'm exhausted. Tomorrow is podcast day. So we do not film the market recap. But I'm gonna say a shout out to everybody that stayed with me because as all of you know, traders continue to stay late. So let's just quickly go over here and talk about this. Thank you to Danielle as well. Thank you, Darwin. Thank you for saying thank you to Danielle. She showed up. I messaged her and was like, are you on with me today? Because normally we chat. And, we, and she's like, nope, I'm out at stock charts. But then she showed up anyways. Mad love for you, Danielle. Thank you so much for supporting the show and the stream. But I can't do this without everybody else. So thank you so much to everybody. Adam Deleuze, you are the best, not myself, man. Uh, I tried to, I had to be humble today. We took those hits. Uh, we were down on the day, but workable. All right, Eric, what's up? What's up to Professor Love? What's up to Hertz Scrambler? What's up to, oh, now we're getting carried away here. What's up to Bears vs. Bulls, RH, Sell Sell, thank you so much. Uh, Shuri Punjab, thank you. I haven't seen you before. Thank you so much for that. Bristol's here as well. Hey, I'm glad it was an amazing show, man. I, I'm really happy with that. Thank you, Bristol, uh, for all of that. Sam Yip is here as well. Uh, Midnight Snowman. It is hard to make snowmans at midnight, but you know what? Around here, we don't have enough snow. Like, I, we didn't even, I, we shoveled one time at the Katina house uh, this year. It's, you, know, you know what the funny thing is, is that I told my kids, I was like, look, you're 12 years old and nine, all right? I'm paying out the yin-yang for all of your events and everything that you guys have. This year, you are shoveling. We had one time this year and I did it. It's Sean Katina, thank you so much for coming through again. I'm back tomorrow with more stories. Ciao, we got chess and hockey tonight. Wow, it's busy. Hope everyone has a safe night.